Welcome. This is the service for May 17th, 2020, the sixth Sunday of Easter. I'm Tom Barthel, serving as pastor at Rock of Ages Lutheran Church here in Payson, Arizona. If you'd like to follow along with this service, visit rockofages-payson.com. There you'll find a version of the service folder that you can print at home or view on your phone screen. Please note that this will be our final park and worship service posted on our website. Next week, we'll resume meeting inside our building, spread out between two services at 9 o'clock and at 10.15. The sermon message, as well as the service folder, will continue to be posted online for those who would like to fall on and worship at home. Our opening hymn today is hymn number 379, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. The music is led by Branches Man, and the song is led by the children at Rock of Ages.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness. We lie and do not live by the truth. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Father, I have sinned against you and am no longer worthy to be called your child. Yet in mercy you sacrificed your only Son to purge away my guilt. For his sake, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner, and in the joy of your Holy Spirit let me serve you all my days. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins, and purify us from all unrighteousness. Upon this, your confession, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. O Lord, open my lips. And my mouth shall declare your praise. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. The Lord is risen. Let us worship him. Christ be my leader by night as by day. Safe through the darkness, for he is the way. Gladly I follow my future. Our first reading is from Genesis chapter 4. Sin divides people and brings death. The man was intimate with Eve, his wife. She conceived and gave birth to Cain. She said, I have gotten a man with the Lord. She also gave birth to Cain's brother, Abel. Abel tended sheep, but Cain worked the ground. As time passed, one day Cain brought an offering to the Lord from the fruit of the soil. Abel also brought some from the firstborn of his flock and their fat portions. The Lord looked favorably on Abel and his offering, but he did not look favorably on Cain and his offering. Cain was very angry, and his face showed it. The Lord said to Cain, 
Why are you angry? Why do you have that angry look on your face? If you do good, will you not be lifted up? If you do not do good, sin is crouching at your door. It has a strong desire for you, but you must rule over it. Cain said to Abel, his brother, Let's go into the field. When they were in the field, Cain attacked Abel, his brother, and killed him. The Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the soil. Now you are cursed and sent away from the soil which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the soil, it will no longer give its strength to you. You shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. Look, today you have driven me away from the soil. I will be hidden from your face, and I will be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. The Lord said to him, No, if anyone kills Cain, he will face sevenfold revenge. And the Lord appointed a sign for Cain, so that anyone who found him would not strike him down. Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Our psalm for today is Psalm 66, read by the children at Rock of Ages. You're invited to join in singing along with each refrain. Shout to praise to God, all the earth. Make music to the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great power, your enemies must cower before you. All the earth bows down to you. They make music to you. They make music to your name. Come and see the works of God, how awesome his deeds for the, all the people. He turned the sea into dry land. They crossed through the river on foot. Let us rejoice in him there. He rules by his power forever. His eyes watch the nations. Do not let the rebellious rise up against him. Bless our God, you peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He is the one who has per preserved our lives. He did not yet let our feet slip. Indeed, you tested us, God. You refined us as silver. It is refined. You led us into a trap. You laid a burden onto our backs. You let men ride over our hands. We went through the fire enter water, but you brought us out to a well-watered place.
Come and listen, all you who fear God, and let me tell you what he has done to save my life. To him I cried out with my mouth, high praises was on my tongue. If I had completed evil in my heart, the Lord would not have listened, but God has surely listened. He has paid attention to the sound of my prayer. Blessed be God who has not turned aside my prayer or turned aside his mercy from me. Our second reading from 1 John chapter 3. Sin divides and kills, but Jesus in love laid down his life to destroy division and death. This is the message you have heard from the beginning. Love one another. Do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own works were evil, while those of his brother were righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, if the world hates you. We know that we have crossed over from death to life because we love our brothers. The one who does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life in him. This is how we have come to know love. Jesus laid down his life for us. And also we shall lay down our lives for our brothers. Whoever has worldly wealth and sees his brother in need, but closes his heart against him, how can God's love remain in him? Dear children, let us love not only with word or with tongue, but also in action and in truth. We read from the Gospel of John, chapter 14. Jesus promises we will be with our triune God, now and forever. If you love me, hold to my commands. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. You know him because he stays with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you. In a little while the world will see me no longer, but you will see me. Because I live you also will live. And that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. The one who has my commands and holds on to them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father. I too will love him and show myself to him. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Alleluia! Our hymn of the day is hymn number 355, Take the World, But Give Me Jesus. Oh, the heart and death of mercy, oh, the 
awful thing to face. As we find that some of the pandemic initial wave is over, some of the stay-at-home orders are subsiding. And sure enough, as those stay-at-home orders subside, the bars and the restaurants are filling with people. So much so that some companies are reporting that they're not even able to handle the influx of people. And I don't think the reason is because people don't know how to eat and drink at home. Really, isn't it because loneliness, isolation is hard for people to face? Sure, there are some people who enjoy quiet time alone and who don't like crowds. Maybe, perhaps you're one of those that just likes to be alone for a while. But there's nobody, I'm sure, who enjoys to remain isolated. It's hard on us to be alone. That's why you, you see those signs when the pandemic wave first started coming out it said stay home stay safe now you're seeing messages on the radio and other businesses posting stay safe stay sane isolation and loneliness can be very hard to face and it can not just take an emotional toll it can take a mental and spiritual toll on us so how do we deal with loneliness and isolation our plans may fall through, but this morning we continue our series looking at what happens when our plans through as we see God's plan to deal with our loneliness and isolation. And we see this morning how he shatters loneliness forever. You see, loneliness comes from more than just isolation during a pandemic. It has its roots way back in the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, when they fled from their God, and because of their guilt, they hid from him. And not only did their guilt separate them because of their selfish rebellion from God, but they started to become distant from one another. 
What was once a loving relationship also caused them to feel distant and isolated as they tossed around blame and guilt. And ever since then, the separation that began has been in the heart of every human being. And though, no, it may may not be that you face loneliness or isolation because of some specific sin, each and every one of us lives in a world now cursed by sin and the separation that comes because of it and divides harms us and hurts us. And because of our own selfish hearts, we face isolation and separation and a curse. And the greatest curse and isolation that all of us face is what was spoken to the first man and woman. Death. The isolation that comes from death is something that we could never plan or prepare for. And so we experience Loneliness and isolation as relationships crumble because of our selfish hearts. We experience isolation and loneliness as lovelessness takes over. And our loveless hearts experience loneliness when death comes our way as well. All this really is just a foretaste of the loneliness and isolation that is our real problem. Because it doesn't matter if you have a huge fan base of people that adore you, and if you have many friends that are around you and with you, you are still very much alone if you do not have the love and presence of God. The loneliness and separation of death is just another reminder and foretaste of the real problem that we have, separation from our God. It's what the prophet Isaiah refers to when he says, your sins have caused God's face to be hidden from you. Your guilt has caused God to be separated from you. The isolation that we face ultimately will end in forever being separated from our God. After all, what ought he to do to sinful and selfish hearts but separate us from him and his holiness and lead us to the place of suffering and death that we deserve? God's plan, however, is to shatter and forever to do away with loneliness. Have you felt isolated and alone because of sin and its curse? Jesus, the Son of God, faced more. Have you felt like you've been abandoned or isolated by others? Jesus felt more. He came to face that loneliness. And I'm not just talking about the time when he was down with his face to the ground in the dirt, asking for his friends to stay awake with him, and he would find them sleeping. I'm not just talking about when his friends all ran away and abandoned him when he was arrested by his enemies and bound. I'm talking about the loneliness that Jesus, the Son of God, faced as he hung on the cross and darkness covered the land. And such loneliness he faced as he cried out as the Father turned his face away And he cried out, Father, why have you forsaken me? Can you imagine such loneliness as he was on the cross in the dark, facing the torments and separation that every sinner deserves? God's face hidden. We don't have to imagine it because Jesus came to face that separation and isolation, to face that curse of sin in our place. And God demonstrated that because Jesus took our place, 
The separation and the loneliness and isolation is over between God and sinners. At the very moment of Jesus' death, the temple curtain was torn in two, signifying that the separation between God and sinners was ended. And by Jesus' taking our place on the cross, we now no longer need to fear isolation, separation, or death. In order to deal with the selfish, sinful hearts that bring division and death, God came in selflessness and love and offered his life to death, that we might have his presence and his peace and life. Jesus rose to life, and he assures us that we will never, never be separated from his love. Can you imagine Jesus as he sees, no doubt, the worried look on his disciples as he tells them that they're going to be without him. He says he's going to leave them. Well, we read last week in John 14, the comfort as he tells them, if I go, I'll come back and I'm preparing a place for you. And certainly that, that is a comfort that we know that the one who died for us will come back alive and take us to that place in our Father's house and we will forever be with our God. That's a comfort, and we saw that last week. But what about right now? What about the times when we feel isolated and alone right now? Jesus speaks to his disciples yet again and assures them that even right now, in this very moment, you Don't have to fear loneliness and isolation ever again. Jesus says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you the Counselor, the Spirit of Truth, who will be with you. The Holy Spirit is now yours. You are never going to be alone. Jesus says that he has sent his Spirit, and the Holy Spirit now is with every believer. And you have the assurance that he will never leave you or forsake you. The title that Jesus gives the Holy Spirit here is Counselor, sometimes translated as Advocate. It's a meaning of one who comes to your aid. So that when you and I begin to feel discouraged, alone, and separated from God, and feeling the curse of sin, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid. The Holy Spirit works in our hearts and creates that trust in God in which we know we are not alone. God is with us and dwelling within us. And so is fulfilled the words of Psalm 46, the mighty Lord is with us. God himself, the Holy Spirit, is in our hearts. But there's more than that. God's plan to deal with our loneliness is more than simply to just send his Spirit right now to assure us that we are not alone, but to promise us we will never be alone. He says the Holy Spirit will be with us always. And Jesus tells us and assures us that he who is going is going to come back. He tells his disciples, I am going now, but because I live, you also will live. The assurance that the Holy Spirit gives us is that not even death Not even the separation that is felt by death will separate us from the love of our triune God. Because Jesus rose to life from the grave, and because he is alive, the Spirit assures our hearts we too will live and will be with our God. 
You know, as you look at what's going on with the pandemic, people are starting to go back to stores and go back to restaurants. And on the one hand, that's good. It's encouraging. But on the other hand, there's still in the back of the mind, will we have to regress? Will we have to go back to that isolation? I'm sure many people fear that isolation. And some, yes, also fear the separation that comes with death. Can you imagine what is to take place as Jesus says, because I live, you also will live. The assurance that we have right now from the Spirit is that someday we will live with new bodies, never facing any separation from those around us or from our God ever again. You know, there's a lot of truth that when people are with others, they feel joy. God's plan for us is not only to bring us into his presence, that we may be with him, but that it will be such a closeness that we'll be filled with joy. Jesus says, just as I am in the Father and you are in me and I am with you, the closeness that will be felt that God promises someday is one which is the same closeness right now within the Trinity. That's what we look forward to. Studies have shown that people are happier when they know that there's others around them. That's why restaurants pipe in music into their dining areas to kill the silence. The feeling of others being around and noise creates a feeling of happiness. It's the same reason why there's laugh tracks on sitcoms on TV, so you can know that there's others laughing along with you. And it's the reason why the National Football League decides they're probably going to have games, even if people can't fill the stadiums and there's going to be nobody watching live in the stadium, but they might actually be pumping sound into the stadium to simulate crowd noise. People like to know there's others with them. Can you imagine the feeling as what is described in Scripture as the countless multitudes of people standing before the presence of our God? Can you imagine the joy that will be there and that will be ours? Yes, our, our plans right now, our plans to have company and to have people with us, our plans to not feel isolated and alone might fall through right now. Sin will come along to destroy relationships. Death will come along to cause separation. But what do we do when our plans fall through? Look to God's plan. His plan has been shown as the temple curtain was torn and as Jesus rose to life from the grave, that he has shattered loneliness forever and he has forever done away with death by his sacrifice. And we know that we will never be alone. We have his spirit now and he will be with us forever. And we will stand forever with all of those who trust in Christ and with that countless multitude stand in the presence of our God. And instead of isolation and fear and death, there will only be joy and life. Amen. You're invited to join us as we confess together our Christian faith. We use the words of the song of praise, the Te Deum. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, Father everlasting. 
To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord, God of heavenly hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your glorious, true, and only Son, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. You overcame the sting of death and open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood. And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Amen. Today at Rock of Ages, we'll be welcoming two new members who will be joining our body of believers. Gary and Martha Cable are joining us as they transfer from one of our sister congregations. Dear friends in Christ, Gary and Martha Cable have expressed a desire to be members of Rock of Ages Lutheran Church because they are fully convinced that God's word is taught in its truth and purity, and the sacraments are administered according to their institution by Christ. I therefore ask you in the presence of God and of this congregation, do you acknowledge and confess the teachings of this church to be the true and unaltered teachings of God? And if so, do you intend to defend them as such? If you agree, answer by saying, I do. I do. Do you, therefore, desire in obedience to God to be received by us into the fellowship of this church and of this congregation? If so, answer by saying, I do. I do. Do you desire to be placed under the spiritual oversight of this congregation, recognizing the ministry of the keys given by Christ to his church? Do you desire to work with this congregation by supporting and recognizing all rebuking, correcting, and encouraging with the word of God to be done for everyone's spiritual well-being? I do. Do you intend to continue in the confession of this church, to defend the truth, avoid all errors, and make faithful use of the means of grace in worship and in Bible study, to encourage the other members here and be encouraged by them in various fellowship activities, and lead a God-pleasing life until the end? If so, answer by saying, I do so intend with the help of God. I do so intend with the help of God. Finally, do you agree to abide by the constitution of this congregation and to work together in peaceful unity for the glory of God and the spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Then answer by saying, I do. I do. Upon this, your promises, I, in the name of this congregation, extend to you the right hand of fellowship in love, acknowledging you as members of our church, publicly affirming our invitation to you to join us at the reception of the Lord's Supper, and to participate in all the other blessings offered to you by the hand of God through the ministry of Rock of Ages Lutheran Church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
In the morning, O Lord, I call to you. Be merciful to me and hear my prayer. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You're invited to meditate alone as Four for Christ sings the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art Father of lights, every good and perfect gift comes from you. Inspire us to think those things that are true and long for those things that are good, that we may always make our petitions according to your gracious will. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today we have a prayer request from Judy Moore. Her granddaughter, Amanda, had surgery this past week. A tumor was found, and it's undetermined yet if it's cancerous. Lord God, we pray that you bless Amanda. You keep her safe during the procedure and during the time of recovery. Bless the doctors in their diagnosis and treatment. And we ask that you give her peace, health, and a full recovery. Lord, we also pray before you on behalf of Mary Strong, as she's found she has lymphoma. We ask that you help the doctors diagnose and treat this cancer. Give her a quick and full recovery according to your good and gracious will. Lord, we also pray regarding Evie Barrera as she faces uncertain health complications this week. Lord, our times are in your hands. We ask that you give Evie strength and healing, return her to full health, and bless her always. Finally, Lord, we also come before you today in this special request on behalf of Chuck Hensey who was hospitalized with an infection in his pancreas and had surgery to remove gallbladder stones. We thank you for bringing him safely through his surgery and ask that you continue to bless him with healing and recovery. Lord, for all these that we pray, we know that you provide peace which this world cannot give. Help all those who are suffering and are ill and feeling isolated and alone. Remind them of your good promises and continue to keep us all safely in your care. We ask all of this through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. While the offering is being gathered, you're invited to listen and meditate on the words of this song shared by Four for Christ. Breath of the Living God. Breath of the Living God. 
gave the Son, Jesus, to be like us. Breath of the living God, so you recreate all who live in him. Come now and live within us, and with your gifts enrich us. Breath of the living God, O most holy spirit of the Lord. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, You have brought us safely to this new day. Defend us with your mighty power, and grant that this day we neither fall into sin nor run into any kind of danger. And in all we do, direct us to what is right in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We'll close with a song led by Four for Christ. My Jesus, I love thee. My Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine. For thee, all the follies of sin, I concludes our service today. We're glad that you were able to join us. For those who are in the area in Payson, you're invited to join us next Sunday at either 9 o'clock or 10.15 as we spread out in our sanctuary. For those who are continuing to worship from home, you're invited to visit our website rockofages-payson.com where you'll find the sermon message and video posted as well as the service folder for next Sunday. One announcement to highlight this week, if you're in the Payson area, we're serving our community with a restructured music program. Find out more about these free music lessons by visiting our website. Once again, that website is rockofages-payson.com.
Rock of Ages supports the worldwide ministry of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, the Wells. We treasure the fellowship we share, united in the gospel, to train workers for full-time gospel ministry, and to support joint mission endeavors. Learn more at wells.net. Thanks for joining our Park and Worship service. The mighty Lord is with us, and you are never and will never be alone in Jesus.